Twelve planets orbit Betelgeuse in Orion, where once there were thirteen. The thirteenth planet collided long ago with a dead comet and is stardust. The doomed world was home to the only intelligent life form in the system. Seeing the collision coming and being concerned to preserve what it thought of as its civilization, this life form built and launched a swarm of projectiles. A cloud of tiny arcs which fanned out across the void, carrying their deep frozen passengers to new worlds or to death. Good night, you lot. Tan Hanley hooked the padlock through the hasp and locked the shed. He'd fed the fourteen gerbils inside and tucked them up for the night. He could go in now and watch Top of the Pops. He shivered. A thin November wind whipped across the garden, rattling the bare twigs of the sycamore. It could easily snow tonight, except that the sky was clear. He stood with his shoulders hunched and his hands deep in his pockets, looking up. The stars were cold, hard spangles casting a faint radiance on the housetops. He blew out a plume of breath and moved towards the house. As he did so, a brief slash of silver split the sky. He saw it with the tail of his eye, and before he could turn his head, it was gone. He stood for a moment, then shrugged and went on. Falling star. You were supposed to make a wish, but you'd have to be quick. Send me a million pounds. Turn Gary Deacon into a frog. Did it work once the star had gone out? He let himself in, locked the door and walked through the kitchen along the hallway to the living room. His mother and sister were watching the end of Look North. He flung himself into an armchair and began to untie his shoelaces. Where's Dad? His mother glanced at him, smiling faintly. Upstairs, getting ready to go out. You know he can't stand Top of the Pops. Ha! scoffed Tan. Don't start blaming Top of the Pops for Dad going down the club. He goes on Friday, too, remember, and it's not on, then. Anne shot her mother an irritated look. Don't argue with him, Mum. Once he starts, he never knows when to stop. Tan would have offered some retort, but the top of the pop signature tune burst into the room. I saw a falling star just now, he said, to nobody in particular. Really? His mother's voice was vague. They're lucky, you know. <laughs> Why aren't we millionaires, then? He put his shoes beside the chair and reached for the old sandals he wore in the house. Anne scowled without taking her eyes from the screen. Shut up, you two, it's them! Ooh, ow, squealed Tan. She fancies him, you know, Mum. That one there in the middle. Don't blame her, either. He's a damn sight better looking than that Tim she's knocking around with. Now, if you were going out with him... Tan, reproved his mother, your sister's trying to listen, and she's not knocking around with anybody. Anne doesn't knock around, whatever that means. And Tim Bixby's a very nice boy. I'd like to think... If you don't know what it means, how do you know she's not doing it?